welcome to the building blocks of business a podcast show where we dive in and explore various aspects of the business world this show is brought to you by ecel nitk in association with the nitk toastmasters club i am your host mohana mukherjee a second year btech student in the chemical engineering department today you are listening to the second episode of season 2 startup stories in today's conversation i get to sit with our guest mr layak singh an iit kharagpur alumnus from the batch of 2011 layak has founded numerous startups cogexio and artivatic being few of the many he was a 2014 fellow in the startup leadership program in bangalore he also writes about startups education entrepreneurship technology artificial intelligence culture consumer interaction business and health at tekken asia silicon india and your story first of all sir welcome and congratulations on being recognized by the government of india as one of the leading solutions in the field ai for health under the atmanirbhar ai challenge 2020 it would be great sir if you could introduce yourself to the listeners in your own words detailing your background and your field of work i just give a quick background uh, uh, so i did my graduation as you mentioned from iit kharagpur but i have been eventually focused on building uh, technology startups has been my passion and uh, for that purpose i did my two startups in the past uh, just from college itself and i took it over to build a, a third company which is currently artivatic where our focus uh, uh, is to uh, enable to access to insurance and healthcare by use of technology how we can modernize the space uh, the ecosystem for insurance and healthcare and that is what we're trying to build in artivatic so my journey has been quite a uh, quite in, uh, interesting in terms of and down from my college to what we are trying to do right now with lots of learning a uh, lot of kind of a change the way that we do see in the ecosystem environment and around you so yeah it has been a quite fascinating to me and i love to uh, build something which is new innovative and something that can help for to the customers around that so considering that you come from the field of mechanical engineering how did you break into the field of entrepreneurship and business i have been more involved in my seniors uh, uh, when they were developing their own businesses startups and uh, i was trying to learn how i can associate with them i was trying to learn how to buy a team how to build a product how to think as a business perspective what is the new so i have been associated with them for my second year and in my third year itself i did my first startup in college and from my hostel days and uh, that's where i connected with my colleagues from my college to uh, take their help on conceptualizing idea and working on coding with help of them to launching that so i think i'm involved for my second year uh, but yes eventually as an official i want to start uh, during my college but just after my college i didn't go for placement and uh, i started to take a plunge to build uh, the further of my company which i started to first from uh, kolkata as my first company uh, after working for 12 months there then i moved down to my hometown agra i spent 2 years there to build that uh, business from my hometown and i think in 2014 uh, i came back to bangalore and which was a thriving hub for uh, as you say for a startup ecosystem to learn to connect to understand and uh, that's where i came and then i was trying to uh, uh, connect with the entire ecosystem 
how they're doing, what they're doing, how to start, where to start, what to build, uh, what is venture capital, how to raise funds, how to build a team for them, more than that. And officially, I started my journey in 2015. I started my office in Bangalore. And uh, then I, I invested my own money in that to build my most first company. And uh, I hired a team and uh, I'll go ahead next. But eventually, the second startup, which I started in Bangladesh, worked really well to me. I get into what is archaeological right now. So all a general uh, learning, unlearning, and then again learning, and again unlearning, and then again learning. So I think that's the journey that you have to do this full course, learning, unlearning, and that's how you have to go for entrepreneurship. So that's how we move to, to build archaeological. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely sounds very interesting. Considering I'm a second year student now, sounds very interesting to me. Um, so we see a lot of uh, technical entrepreneurship nowadays, like fintech startups, edtech startups. So I wanted to know, contrary to the recent technical entrepreneurship, how was the situation different when you exactly started out? Like what was the situation of investors, venture capital, even in Bangalore in 15, 16? And how is it different now? A lot, a lot different. I think uh, the last three years has been a completely change to the ecosystem that I have witnessed. Uh, uh, and uh, to be honest, as my personal learning as well, it is said that when I started a business, when I started my startup, I was not really aware about venture capital. I was not really about uh, how to make PPTs to make it or is the one I didn't know about. My only focus has been that, okay, I have to invest money, I have to build a team. I have to build a product which I have to sell to the market to build my business. And I think that is what I have been known to that till now. So that has been my goal uh, uh, as of now to uh, understand. But yes, uh, from that time, as a personal learning too, and as for ecosystem too, a huge change because now you have access to great capital. More and more people who have existed as startups like Philip Card as inspiration, uh, uh, Philip Card, Snapdeal, ATM, and it occurred like a, a job. Either I can talk about Swiggy, I talk about Jamato, or any other company that talk about like a, a software company like Aka, or like iSurface, and like uh, Pressdesk, Joho. So I think uh, these are the guys like, uh, 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 who have been uh, quite helpful to the ecosystem. More and more founders from these businesses, more and senior guys who are investing money, helping startups, supporting them, and providing uh, uh, them the kind of like traffic uh, access to their uh, learning and uh, the product model, business model, anything around it. The support was not there actually. Like I would say it's pretty uh, uh, good uh, and advanced stage right now that you have right access, right capital. Uh, what you need is that an idea of a team and that's good better. Everything else is available right now uh, as quick access to you. So huge change, uh, huge learning, huge, uh, uh, and quite a big ecosystem right now has been built up. And, uh, yeah. like, and, and the advantage that I see more and more people right now, uh, they understand now. So they understand like uh, inter- entrepreneurship. They understand the start of what it is. They understand like ecosystem. They know the businesses, like it's a business, like that. But now they understand the technology, they understand the kind of like uh, application, as government is also like uh, 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 supporting and thriving in terms of like uh, Arsenal Warrior. Like if we have been part of it, or it about like the government support in terms of VIPP or who is providing kind of like access to capital, tax benefits, and, uh, and like uh, how soon you can basically pick up your registered company and, and like uh, access to your loan. So I think uh, the ecosystem has been changed completely and it is 
pretty light time for every entrepreneur to build a business, to put their dreams to the uh, uh, to canvas to make it real. Uh, real. So I think it's a it's a pretty good time right now. Yeah, it's become more organized and mostly recognized, as I feel, than before because a lot of people are coming in in this field right now. So, so one question, particular question that I wanted to ask you was that even till date, we do not see a lot of startups in the field of insure tech. Like the only startup name that I can recall of right now is going to be PaisaBazaar dot com. So, why venture into the field of insure tech, which is like rarely touched? Okay, uh, see. when you see the crowd uh, which is coming in education which is coming in e-commerce which is coming in fintech landing a huge is there but uh, i'll tell you why i ventured uh, see for me as a personal level i do not like to do things which is usual to me i don't love that i always love to building things which is challenging uh, which is a long term impact and uh, which has a lot of uh, uh, like areas to improvement in innovations now let us step back over here mm. uh, you know like uh, uh, when you go for education as you said that you are in second year of your uh, uh, college yes, when you went to uh, go your uh, education you take education loan on the other side like uh, uh, when you traveling uh, mm. when you buying something uh, your home your uh, uh, your uh, fields your wife your health your family or and you see that that every sector or uh, uh, every process and uh, every activity that you do in life is mutual protection hmm. and earlier you know like uh, uh, 10 years back 5 years back what we used to do what we know about insurance lic hmm yeah right yeah. okay life insurance hmm. lic agent is coming and giving the policy hmm. but the way that things has been changed lot more and uh, uh, like uh, uh, insecurities is coming lot more risk is generating right Mm-hmm. earlier we, we, we uh, earlier like uh, uh, we only have the insurance for life insurance yes. or vehicle insurance or or home insurance but now you see the insurance how it has been evolved if you buy a laptop you buy a mobile you buy mm-hmm. furniture you sending your cargo you sending or like a uh, like anything that you buying a uh, jewelry or any like you buying it is already insured to you you buying a loan you having a credit card all is insured now think around that the way the people has been exposed to the internet to the data it was not there 5 years back 10 years back mm-hmm. right or look yes. at the other side of the uh, other side of the business like uh, uh, say uh, we didn't have the uber earlier we didn't have mm-hmm. the ola earlier even that was there now you see that we are traveling together yes we are traveling together we are living together so all this concept is uh, coming down and the risk is increasing is a theft insurance is a travel issue is a health issue people now caring uh, uh, for the future for themselves for their health and take an example of corona yeah uh, nobody has thought right that corona will make our lives uh, miserable for millions of people uh, in terms of the job protection in terms mm-hmm. of the family protection health protection business protection how to so you know this is area that is available people don't have an awareness of the insurance in india only 3.6% people has an insurance to access and that is out of that uh, only 1% people has an access to health insurance that is in like rural areas in uh, urban areas people does not even know about what is health insurance right and uh, like uh, the counter spending that happens in india like 91 billion dollar that has been spending last year in health insurance you know 61 billion dollar was out of pocket expenses means 
those people does not have the uh, kind of like insurance which they can pay for their medicals for their operations for their daily activities and they're losing money they, so uh, as a poor family other family they spend like a, a, a average of like a 40% of their salaries or the income on the health expenditures mm-hmm. but that can be reduced down because that is creating a huge burden to them that yes. can be created and reduced down if they have the better protections education protections family protections health protections but that cost is very high for insurance hmm. why because the policies are not as like in e-commerce and fintech it is not like that right now in insurance right hmm. you want to buy a loan right now uh, four years back you want to buy a loan you have to go to the bank submit uh, tens of documents then you, get, you wait for 15 days hmm. now you can actually get a loan right away Uh, the moment we close our talks, you can get two lakh rupees loan right away on your system, on your mobile phone right away. How that is possible? Use of technology. Now yeah. think in the similar way. Insurance is not accessible that way. People buy the insurance when they want to save a tax. Basically, to evade tax as much as possible. Exactly. They pay those hundred. Why the insurance? To for the protection right now, hmm. and that is where the entire industry of insurance is driven by push more. agent world offline world unorganized way uh, like a complex documentation processes so this industry is the fundamental rights for everybody you look at us right hmm. they have a mandatory health insurance but india hmm. do we have that no no sir yeah exactly so so when we look to build something we have to look and uh, when i look at my way i understand uh, uh, i look at that way because this is the industry which is now ready to grow hmm. and we are at the right time uh, because we have already spent a good amount of time building tax infrastructure platforms and now we think the value of it because every single company either it is a e-commerce company or you own the grocery store or you at your home is hmm. basically distributing insurance that means they need infrastructure they need a platform they need a technology to do that Yeah. And how is that possible? By the traditional way, you can't do that. So that is where I think cardiovascular comes in the picture to build insurance and healthcare ecosystem. And uh, that is where you have to see that why we have choose insurance and healthcare, not just because of the thriving education, fintech. Uh, uh, it is a boom, but mm-hmm. insurance sector which never go down. Yeah, it will. More the risk, risk, more the risk, more people need of it. Yeah, it is something that you can you cannot avoid. Insurance is something you exactly. cannot avoid. Definitely. Exactly. So, hmm. thought process is that way. Yeah. So, sir, coming back to startup and how the different yeah. startup ecosystem performs, I was asking. So, commonly to people like us who have not yet stepped into the system properly, we feel that the first round of fundraising is the most difficult one. However, we know that mm-hmm. the struggle of maintaining a fully functional company doesn't end here. so mm-hmm. how would you describe the situation for artivatic as a company now like i recently saw that artivatic uh, raised a bridge fund congratulations for that mm-hmm. so how would you describe you. the situation for artivatic now as a company okay uh, so in my last tweet uh, last tweet startup it is said in the beginning that i haven't raised the fund hmm in fact like i have invested i have earned myself without taking money from anywhere invested myself to build that out second side when i was building artivatic and uh, i think uh, uh, i was thinking to raise the fund but by the time i was trying to build artivatic i think i have built a 
certain understanding of the business, the market, the network, and uh, the importance of the fund. And I think I went had to raise the fund. Uh, I have raised uh, uh, two or three rounds already in the last uh, two years, three years from my beginning. And uh, and uh, like I have utilized that to build my company, take my team, my further growth on that. And uh, so while you present that, uh, uh, as you know, uh, while raising the fund, the most important factor is that like, uh, 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 what you're building, hmm. how is impacting uh, on the lives uh, either in the business, either in the consumers, uh, how it is turning into the uh, basically revenue, uh, how it is basically getting into the business. See, the business only happens when you start generating revenue. Yeah. The business only comes down when you start having the uh, kind of like uh, income around that. It doesn't happen without that. So it is important to look into uh, uh, these uh, uh, factors that uh, why we have to raise the fund, why we have to build this business. And that is where we decided to raise the fund uh, so that we could grow our team, grow our business, grow our product and uh, and, do, uh, and, do, uh, and like uh, increase the revenue. So for me, I think the journey has been quite smooth, but yeah, it is not that smooth because uh, uh, like uh, it needs a kind of like, you can't just say, that, okay, I want to think, I want to build something. Uh, unless you have a credibility in this business and market, uh, you can't raise the fund. Hmm. Only two ways to raise the fund is that either you have to uh, start building something, prove in the market, and then go, then to go to raise the fund. The second uh, is a way that you have the credibility where you want to start something and you can raise the fund. So I think these two options follows around that uh, right now. But I think uh, at the moment of time, a lot of accelerators, incubators are coming. Yeah. which were not existed earlier. Yeah. So that is supporting your initial capital of like 20 lakhs, 50 lakhs, 20 lakhs, uh, uh, one crore to build an idea, to uh, experiment on any idea and uh, then take that to the market to raise the fund. So I think uh, 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 it all depends on your idea, the stage and uh, uh, your credibility, your network and the product line building around that. So sir, I'll ask you one, one question regarding this. Um, Nowadays, when we see like a lot of people working in this market, there's a lot of people working on contract basis. Like we join the company, we work, we do a work for a certain period of time and then we exit the company. So um, it's like it has become a gig economy kind of format. Everything is a certain gig. So as an employer, like a hiring manager, maybe what would your take be on this matter? Like, do you encourage the fact that the economy is becoming like a gig economy type? Okay, absolutely. I'll encourage on that. And I'll tell you, in fact, in Artivertic right now itself, we give opportunities for the people to have a secondary income, who have the skills, who would like to work on certain kind of like projects, products, other than our full time people, uh, we do allow that out. And in fact, like uh, there are three, four guys still working with Artivertic out of their full time job, and uh, who works on weekends, who works on like after office hours, they want to spend a few hours. And uh, uh, that really helps. I'll tell you why. Because uh, it helps like both the side on the, the people who are working on the contract and as an employer too. So mm-hmm. the people who's working on the contract, uh, they have an extra income. They have the skills to work upon. The skills are being utilized. And with that skills, they're able to earn better furthermore. Mm-hmm. First point. And they are able to work in a flexible time. Uh, whenever they have time to work on this kind of gig economy and uh, these kind of like uh, uh, capabilities. That's a benefit for them for sure. Second point, 
uh, is, and also another point, one is to them is learn new things. For example, mm-hmm. like if I'm working in one company, I'm building one something. When I'm working the same skills to other company, I can learn something better as well. Yeah. So always enhance your learning, your uh, earning and learning both on that. Second part around that uh, on the employer point of view, it gives a benefit. For example, like uh, every organization has multiple products, multiple projects. Hmm. Uh, some of them like is a core, some of them is a non-core. Hmm. And some of that where you want to experiment something quickly. Now, if you align that internally where the people are working full time, and if you ask them to experiment for like a next uh, one project for 15 days, 20 days, 30 days, uh, what happens is that the entire project pipeline, product roadmap broken out. Mm-hmm. and uh, uh, breaks out in that basically. Now, uh, it, it basically helps us out, for example, like I want to develop a website. Mm-hmm. Uh, say example, I want to develop a small application to test it out. Say example, like I want to develop in like a, a, a non-core application, which can be by any person to look into that. And uh, like, for example, like I want to write somebody to write an article and contact, uh, like a content for me. Uh, anything like, uh, so uh, somebody I want like uh, to spend uh, uh, time with research and marketing around that. And so all these areas are like quite open. Some are like, I want to have the domain expertise. Say I'm building an insurance health company. Hmm. I can't have the expertise in both healthcare and insurance for me, hmm. right? I can't be a doctor. I can't be an insurance person same time hmm. to understand. I can take the help of some senior person uh, uh, who is a doctor, who understand the technology, who understand that domain. I can take the help of him to my uh, products, my solutions. And that's good enough to go because I don't, I don't need to hire a full-time person hmm. because it saves me cost. It saves me time. And also like in terms of like a, add uh, value to like the a, project. A, yeah. Add value to the product, your networking. So yeah, it, it is a quite beneficial and I love this kind of like economy to work around that. So um, like you mentioned that um, maybe core or not core. So like when yeah. you're hiring freshers, uh, irrespective of the role they play in your company, what common skills do you look at in them, which will, you know, which will make them like long players in this field, mostly in the startup ecosystem? Okay, yeah. I'll tell you the my strategy, how, how I work. Hmm. And uh, see, for me, uh, uh, I do not mostly hire freelancers uh, in a full-time way. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. My strategy is different. I work below and above, not in the between. So I'll tell you the below part first. Same example, like uh, uh, the freshers that I'm trying to hire, I hire them a four months or six months probation hmm. or like a four months or six months as an intern. Hmm. And my first preference is basically that I have my experience that uh, the people that I have hired as an intern, hmm. either they want either they want to have interns in th- third year, fourth year after graduation, however they want to build it. Those three years, three months or four months, six months, very critical for me. Hmm. Based on that, I decide whether I need to give a full position or not. So I never hire the uh, direct colleges as a fresh graduates. I never do that. Hmm. I either I, I prefer the people even who are dropped out who want to learn. I have the people in my company like that people and the people like who are looking for something to learn around that, uh, uh, who has like uh, uh, this uh, uh, learning to for four months, six months, and I never hire people for two months in turn. So I don't do that to be honest. I hire like not less than four months because. I get enough time to work with them for that four months of a uh, period so that I can either uh, uh, make them understand what they want to learn. They understand the uh, 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 something out of it and which becomes useful for me or, or basically like uh, uh, for my company if they want to join me. Yeah. So I think most of my hiring, I would say 60% hiring has been that way only. I hire them as an intern. Uh, 
I uh, and uh, after six months they become full time, and then after after another six months they become on a senior role right away. Hmm. So it is advantage for me that uh, I have enough time to work with that person, and they understand the culture of the company, they understand the product, they understand the project in that four six months period, and if they feel comfortable, they work continue with Artibatic. Hmm. If they don't feel comfortable. they, they have the it. learnings they can go anywhere they want yes. it is not hard for them it is not hard for me so my time of that training period and uh, all things that is got talk about it completely saves for me as a company efficiency point of view and i i i get to know that people who already working on my projects to become a full time guys it becomes easier for me from day one to execute faster yes sir so sir uh, i wanted to finally ask you this one question this is like the final mm-hmm. question i have for you um sure. how would you say covid impacted your company and the startup <laughs> ecosystem in general like how do you think it has impacted the future like how would you think it will impact the future see uh, covid has impacted uh, the startup ecosystem hmm. i know that uh, certain people certain people always started uh, uh, the businesses and in early stages somebody who like to want to start a business and they could not do that hmm. and uh, as as you see the impact like uh, like all uh, like uh, if you see the fab uh, oyo hmm. uh, all such kind of businesses badly impacted as because of that so definitely it was a roadblock for certain businesses i would say like 60% of businesses got impacted quite effectively in terms of their revenue growth hmm. business hiring it was but i think is coming on track right now and uh, uh, but it has also given opportunity for other areas like education which was never never considered as a, uh, the kind of like online business and mm-hmm. school driven and like uh, like against like uh, uh, the four walls driven business is coming uh, into the democratization to reach everywhere they want yes sir second like if i look into like uh, in terms of healthcare mm-hmm. people are taking healthcare quite seriously Very. telehealth doctors anything around that mm-hmm. so uh other that like uh, the in terms of like areas of like space technology in terms of like uh, uh, the drones uh, the uh, the contactless in terms of the kind of like uh, uh, like how we interact with each other i think uh, uh, people's behavior has been changed uh, the behavior is a thing it does not change uh, uh, very easily it takes like a decade yeah, to change behavior it doesn't behavior. change overnight it, it doesn't change overnight but the covid has changed that the yeah. way that people interact with each other the way that people do the meetings the way that people do the uh, businesses uh, a lot has been changed it has impacted a lot not and, just monetary uh, second part so on behavior also like it has changed exactly. every aspect cultural change a behavioral change a uh, thinking change uh, personality change a lot more has been changed hmm. and uh, on the other side uh, 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 like this also impacted on the uh, uh, like uh, savings hmm. how savings are important for them financially as well Hmm. uh how uh, so a lot of things matters a lot around that on the other side in personal uh, way uh, uh it has been as i said like a uh, a gradual improvement for us he has uh, had certain challenges but this has also taught us empathy hmm. this has also taught us like uh, when you working with insurance and healthcare kind of sectors uh that can also be done uh, uh, without coming to office as well remotely how we can serve the customers how we can do business remotely for me i have done the good learning on that on the uh, company point of view it has been a quite good progress because the people understand the value of insurance now yes in term not only in the kind of like a personal basis but on a business basis too and yes, that point of view is that the business understanding the uh, importance of digital transformation hmm. and that has really paved the way for artivate to grow uh, i would say like uh, the growth that i have done for last 2 years 
and the growth that I have done for last six months is similar actually. Right. I would see that like in terms of uh, uh, how the uh, the the way that it will change in terms of business is going to be quite interesting because now I do see a lot of uh, people thinking innovation. Mm. A lot of people thinking that yes, insurance has to be transformed. Mm. It has to be personalized. It has to be a, a customer's need. So yeah, I do see a good progress, positive growth, mm. and we haven't seen downtime on that. Yes, certain issues that always comes down as a uh, people can't work uh, uh, like uh, uh, from, uh, uh, from like uh, same locations, yeah. and they have to go to the offices, uh, hometown. Sometimes like uh, that work is disturbance. So uh, and 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 another like issue is that. Uh, the way that we used to interact with our teams, people is not the current situation. So yeah, so that touch is missing, but it is coming out. Uh, people understand that it's coming. Out. So I think that is overall, I would say, the kind of like impact the COVID has done in ecosystem and my personal uh, business automatic. It has uh, uh, been impacted uh, both in a positive way and uh, negative way as well. But as an automatic point of view, I think it has been uh, impacted uh, uh, as in positive way, hmm. uh, as I was talking about. Yeah, like uh, as you as you used to interact with your team members in office, you can't do that right now. So sometimes, like uh, it, it it becomes a negative impact uh, for the new people because uh, uh, they never had a chance to interact with the people as like they used to be in office earlier. Yeah. So I think uh, that is what is there. The touch is little bit missing that out the way that we used to happen. Otherwise, like in terms of the business growth, in fact, all in positive way. And with that, we come to the end of today's episode. Thank you, sir, for Thank sharing you, your journey with us. I'm sure a lot of aspiring students from NITK will find it super useful. So, okay, so sir. just one last small question to you: What message do you have for the upcoming entrepreneurs in the next decade, let us 2020-30? For uh, my advice, sir, uh, 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 though I'm still learning as well in this way. And uh, as an entrepreneur, uh, you do not have any end of learning. You mm. have to keep learning. But on, my advice will be there: uh, is that when you want to start something, start in full force. Don't wait for it. There is enough ecosystem is built. Mm. There is enough uh, uh, access to the quality resources, team, mentoring, advisory is available. So don't hesitate to build anything which you want to build it just because that uh, you want to think that okay, I don't have money. How to start? Don't do that. If you want to start something, you want to build something, uh, get an execution. Go ahead. And the best time to do this in college because you have the free office free as a hostel. Yeah. You have the free resources uh, as an internet, and you have the people around you to build together with them. So that is my advice. And that's how I started out. Uh, you learn a lot. You build mm. long-term relationships, teams, network. So I would say that. So think through. And uh, always become entrepreneur as India wants to build people around that. So yeah. go for that. That's all my advice. Thank you, sir. I would also like to thank our listeners. I hope you took away something valuable from today's episode of Startup Stories. For further details, you can visit Artivatic AI's official LinkedIn profile. Until next time, stay home, stay safe, and stay strong.